Welcome everyone to Hanging Out with Howie. I have with me my usual sidekick and like-minded friend, Brian S. Red. Howdy. My very good friend from swinging Temecula, California, Mr. Jay Brannon. How are you? And my road dog, Don Colley from Boston. How you doing, Howie? Welcome, guys. I'm going to surprise you. I got I got two topics. I was um, that was one was inspired by a post you made, Brian, about like when bam you you had talked and settled everything on a on a wedding in just a few hours. And I get them sometimes. I'm having a difficult client, and okay. so what I did was it's like pulling teeth to get come on, what's your first dance on kind of thing, these sort of things. And what I decided to do in the contract was have a 30-day lockout date. And I gave her the different tools. I have various online tools that, that some of you may have where they can go and, and look up hundreds and hundreds of different you know, event songs sure. um, and so forth. And I said, look, just give me your do not play list, you know, for whatever reason, maybe it was your favorite song from an ex or whatever. Right. And give me 10 songs that you want to hear and we'll know the vibe of the room. We can do it. We've done thousands of these things and this is your first time. I understand you're under stress, but if you let me help you, we can do this. And so she actually agreed to it. I said, if you don't pick, you know, within 30 days, I will pick it for you. And sure. she goes, okay. How, how do you guys handle a difficult client like that? Well, I mean, it's as important to them as it is, I think is the way that I've looked at it where, you know, I may want the information just, just for my own sake, but if they don't care, why should I? And if it really mm. comes down to it, when, mm. they, when they're there and say, hey, we'd like to hear this song, it's like, well, okay, I don't have it. Let, let me see what I do have. Do you have something else? That's why I was asking you for this a long time ago. How about this? Oh, that's fine. They may not care. And mm -hmm. in that case, why should you? You know, the, every wedding is different. There are no, as far as I'm concerned, there are no rules. I don't care what you do. Do whatever mm -hmm. you want. So mm -hmm. if you don't care, I don't care. That's, that's how I look at it. Mm. I, I try to, I try to, um, it's fair. How do I want to say it? I, I guess I try to just react or, or I even know how to articulate this, but I'm, I'm trying to be their advocate. So if they don't care, then maybe I don't need to worry about it. You know, mm -hmm. I feed off of them. If they care, I care. If they don't care, I don't care. You know? Got you. Yeah. Well, if, if you're not getting the information that you think you need, you can get information about the guests. You can find out who will be in attendance. Tell, tell me about who's coming. Mm -hmm. um, and you can fill in some of the blanks that way. If they like one particular type of music and you see that everyone that's coming in from a distance is older or of a certain age, you can kind of put that together in your head. You can pretty much create it before you get there and you can still do it on the fly and make changes. Right. But you, you can fill in the blanks a lot easier if you have, mm -hmm. you know, Oh, they're all coming from the Midwest. Like, Oh, I, 
you know, find out what was, what's hot there for that day and age and, and try to, mm-hmm. you know, try to pad it a little bit ahead of time and, you know, scramble in the night of. Oh, it's interesting. I'm in I kind guess. of a rare spot because the majority and by majority about 85% of my gigs this year are at a venue where I guarantee my clients, I will not be able to download music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to approach every client the same way. And I tell them up front, if you don't give me a song by the day of your wedding, I will play something that I feel best fits the moment. But in the interim, I think it's imperative you understand if you come to me that day and go, I forgot to tell you Van Morrison into the mystic, the live version from Madison Square Garden <laughs> right. 79 is it is a ride or die song for us. You're going to hear back from me. Well, play it tonight when you get back to your hotel room because I don't have it. And yeah. when they hear that, it gives them a certain sense of urgency mm-hmm. to c- try to combine what Howie said and what everyone else has said. I break it down like this. There's a 30 minute prelude. I need three or four for ceremony. Then I have cocktail, dinner and dancing. Mm-hmm. Then the special songs throughout the night. Focus on the special. Before yes. I use DJ intelligence, which has a, you know, an automatic playlist for all my clients, Side note, I have one coming up where the slowest song is a cascade song. They have requested wow. nothing. Top, and I told them, I said, wow. we need to talk in March because unless everyone there is hanging out at Hakkasan, he's like, well, a lot of our friends and family are really into EDM. I'm like, your mom and dad? Like, well, no, not them. I'm like, okay, that's, that's what we have to talk about. But I used to tell people, Give me five cocktail, five dinner, five half to fast, mm-hmm. five half to slow, and then maybe five mm-hmm. you don't want. And let me fill mm-hmm. in those gaps like Howie says. Yeah. But I've just gotten to the point. I, I shut my playlist off six days out. If I have double weddings the weekend before, I shut it eight days out. And I tell them, I have a wedding coming up April 15th, I think, or 16th coming up. I spoke with the bride last week. We did the music outline. She's missing a lot of stuff. And I said, you're going to start getting emails and texts from me next week, meaning this week, because I think you should be done two weeks out. So in Mm -hmm. a perfect world, you need to have this all to me by the last day of March. Because if you're concerned the week of your wedding with Mm -hmm. music, I can tell you there'll be room block issues. Where's hair and makeup? How come the dress isn't right? No one got so-and-so's tuxedo. Where's the gift? Like, there's so much going on the week of a wedding that I think it's an absolute, you're robbing yourself of the experience if you're dealing with the music the week of or two weeks out. You really are. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. I, I had a client meeting on Saturday. Just I guess, what was that? Oh, Sunday, which I guess was yesterday, now that I think about it. It was a, a gig that I got from a friend who has a family obligation on the day. And it's a, an April 2nd wedding. So they're meeting me for the first time. And you know, I'm assuring them, hey, I got this. But they're just very laid back about everything. And I, I'm at, they want ceremony and reception. Well, who's marrying you? Well, sister whoever from Green Bay. Oh, it's her first wedding ceremony. I'm like, okay, are you having a rehearsal? No. I'm like, okay. Um, so do you need my help? Well, maybe. So I guess I'll come in early the day of and kind of help stage this. Yeah, that sounds good. We don't really care. Okay. Sounds good. So do you want a father, daughter, or mother, son? I don't know. Well, you don't have to. 
you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, let's not do it. <laughs> and, then, and they were saying, there's only one song that we really want to hear, and we'd love to have it for our first song, but it's fast. And and I'm like, okay. And I said, what is it? They said, well, it's a 70s song called Still the One. I'm like, oh, Orleans. Yeah. Right, right. Like, okay. How yeah. about this? How about you go out and dance to it anyway? Who cares if it's fast? And then after the first chorus, I'll invite everybody to come out and we'll start the party. We love it. Done. Done. <laughs> they, they just don't care. I mean, they're, right. they're not concerned with stuff, you know? But they're, I, they're just very easygoing. So yeah. We just want to see what happens. I think where you where it gets dangerous, and I say this to every couple, I've never had a couple come back to me and say they regretted doing something at a wedding, but I've certainly had couples come back to me later and say they regretted not doing something. So the mm-hmm. point is, I need a verbal yes or no on everything. Anniversary, honeymoon, father, like the wishy-washy answers, I'll, I'll press the client to get the appropriate answer. because and I, But the worst part is I tell them, Everything you're telling me now that I'm writing down, typing, emailing, the coordinator's got it, the owner's got it, everyone's got it. Understand if that night you come up to me and say, remember I said I didn't want to do the father-daughter dance? Yeah. Well, last night my dad disclosed to me that he's always dreamt of dancing with me to yeah. Armstrong, Wonderful World. Well, then we'll do it. Right. So we can always mm-hmm. cancel things. Yeah. But I'm a firm believer that a client should have something in the barrel. You want to do the Garter Bouquet? Mm-hmm. No. no. Okay. Can I have a Garter and a Bouquet song? What do you mean? Just in case, in case the girls talk you into the bouquet, let's at least have something you're comfortable with. Or, you know, it's interesting you say that because I always just kind of standardize that. It was like, well, it's interesting. I I customized. I I had the one wedding where they didn't want to do that. And the mother came up, you know, because we were going to go, it was going to be cake cutting. And the mother comes running up to the couple while I'm talking to them. Wait a minute. You forgot that, you know, the Carter thing, you have to do that. You have to. And I mean, she got loud and I was like, and they, and they looked at me, can you do that? I go, of course. I said, sure, we can do that. And, um, you know, I didn't even ask what song, you know, um, I I just I can't remember what song I threw on and did you know the announcement and ladies come out to the floor blah, blah, sure. blah. they right. did it and you you know you do what you have to do I, I hear this a lot Brian mm. and it's one of the reasons I try not to standardize anything and I I sell the this is the only wedding I'm doing that day I want it to be the best wedding anyone attends and I want it to be your wedding reflect you sure mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I hear from a bride and I'm talking a quarter to a third of my weddings annually, a bride will say to me, oh, no, you know what? Don't play this song. My sister danced to that song. Wait a second. The maid of honor got married six months ago and Mm -hmm. she did this song, but I really like it. Can I do it? I'm like, well, the maid of honor is going to be there. Will her husband be there? Yeah. Will a lot of the guests that attended her wedding be there? Yeah. Well, they'll either say one of two things. What a beautiful couple. What a gorgeous song. Or oh, this is the same song so-and-so did. And that about 99% of the time sells them on, yeah, why don't we come up with another song? I said, I can always play it later mm-hmm. and it'll just be a song. But mm. let's let's make this your wedding. Don't, unless you want to do things somebody else has done, mm-hmm. because I don't want a regret in a week or 10 years sure. or 100 years of, you know what, I really wish we had. And that's sure. why I always stress to them, I've had couples say they regretted not doing it. I've yeah. never had them say they regretted doing it. 
I mean, we can do anything. I mean, and, and one thing that this couple did do, and the guy I got the gig from said, you know, they want a lot of two, uh, 90s and 2000s R&B. Like, what? They don't seem like those people. Uh, but I talked to him, and they do have a long list of songs, and it's pop, top 40 stuff, you know, it's what it is. And it's quite long. It's 60, 70 songs, which obviously I can't play, and they understand. It's like, well, what, what, what point do we insult you with, with the amount of songs that we give you? I said, like, you never insult me. I, I would rather know what you like and work it in where I can than, you know, not know what you like. So it's great. But do me a favor. Put a star next to like the, I don't know, six to a dozen songs you got to hear. So I'll, I'll make sure they get in there. But there's enough stuff in this list where I could use it for weird stuff like that and get weird about it. I, I've done all mm-hmm. kinds of different types of songs for a garter and bouquet and things of that nature. Now, in my market, most people don't want that anymore. That's kind of gone the way of the polka. You just don't mm-hmm. hear it a lot anymore. Yeah. Uh, once in a while, but not very often. Mm-hmm. But I move. I move. Yeah. Garter, if you do, you do anniversary dance very much. If they ask for it, if they feel like they need an activity, and they feel like they need some engagement, I do it. But I can do that on the fly. I mean, that's something I have to plan right. for. I've done it a thousand times. One of my one of my yeah. selling things is telling a bride who's on the fence with the bouquet and garter. Well, if the anniversary dance fits, it's a great opportunity to show honor to the couples married the longest. And if it's your parents, grandparents, or relatives. You could, as a prize, give them the throw bouquet, and then no one's going to say anything later about, what are you doing the bouquet toss? Oh, I gave the bouquet to the couple married the longest. Oh, my God, that's so sweet. You Mm -hmm. may have given me that idea years ago. I I think it might have been you. I've used it. Yeah. And I I find it really does add something to the day. It does. does a, A little bit of tips kind of thing. Yeah, when you brought that up, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to suggest this. And it, it went over big. It went over huge. I People mean, everybody, really like it. everybody clapped when she gave it to the great grandmother. Yeah. And it's, it's mean, funny. You're, you're, you're saying this and I'm hearing you say this. I'm thinking in my head, I've been doing that for years. And then I remember I've known Jay for years. Yeah. So that's probably why I've been doing it for years. <laughs> I honestly think I've been doing it. No, all kidding aside. I think I've been doing it for I don't remember who the DJ was that I was like kind of I idolized at the time, but maybe 2001, 2002, because I'd had a bunch of weddings that didn't want to do it. And the anniversary dance started coming into style. Mm-hmm. And I heard a DJ talk about this. I'm like, dude, I'm stealing that. He's like, yeah, no, take it. It's a good one. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Hey, my second question, the big elephant in the room these days we already have signed contracts. I do right up until August. And now the price of gas. Oh, my God. Like. This is you stuff know, you got to plan for when you're building your pricing. That's what I did where I decided I'm going to raise my prices this year. And thank God I did because mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it would be ethical at this point for the signed <clears throat> contract to say, Oh yeah, hey, by the way, I got to add an extra 50 bucks for gas. No, not how existing, but going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Throwing a little something. Right. Going forward. Yeah. Add 50 to the price or whatever to the because nobody saw that coming. That was an unknown variable. Right. Right. 
Well, it's think about the gas station on the corner. They may have paid a lower price for their fuel when they got it, but now they're charging the market price for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the same thing when the fuel price goes down. They may have paid more for it, but when the prices go down, they go down. It, it, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the I don't know if that made sense or not, but no, yeah. So when, when I do my figuring for like a business plan, building into the price kind of thing i think about i talk about like home area right within mm-hmm. like an hour round trip kind of thing right figure a hundred dollars for gas yeah. why not you know and and sometimes that's high sometimes that's right it just depends do you guys have a specific thing that says travel at a specific distance i don't well i i just tell people you know where are you okay that's within my home area and my agent right. knows my home area is but i don't have a thing because i don't want to discourage anybody from calling me i i've always well you know where i live brian and you know the yeah. area well enough to know that san diego was where i came from to get to most wedding venues in san diego it's about 60 miles uh-huh. 50 to 60 miles and to me personally you know i'm saving time and energy by not driving down there to meet with people which i used to do in the early 2000s when i first moved here mm-hmm. sure so i i view san diego as my market obviously where i live is my market and the 85% of my weddings are 14 miles away. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that worried, but I guarantee the first LA client that calls me, yeah. they'll no, and I'll just say, you know what, there's an added this or that, because I can get a call to go two, three hours. And I hear it, especially tri-state Midwest DJs that are loading a mm-hmm. trailer and driving, you know, on Facebook, I got a three and a half hour drive to get to the wedding. And I'm like, three and a half hours? I can get to Vegas in three and a half hours. I would consider <laughs> that a big travel. You kind of know how far Madison is from Milwaukee. I mean, you got stuck in some traffic, but you know, it's a couple hours, an hour 15, it's an hour 15. Oh, hour 15. Okay. That's about what hour 20 or something like that. I I just got a gig today for September. Uh, It's in a place called Mount Horeb, which is probably about maybe a half hour West of Madison. Okay. And and the agent texts me on it and asked if that was cool. Six hours Mount Horeb. And I said, it's fine. Just get me a travel charge on that and they, they know what that means so right. i'm outside of my home area throw me a 100 bucks for fuel which is all yeah really i don't think it needs to be no. excessive i've, I've no. read contracts where it's like anything over 30 miles it's a no. you know dollar 25 a mile charge kind of thing i mean the government write-off is 54 cents a mile which you know when you look at the price of the gas versus that you're going to come out on top yeah so even if you instituted hey after this distance, I charge the government fee of fifty four and a half cents a mile. So that would add on seventy five bucks. You know, you're gonna you're either gonna break even or win a little. I mean, I live right by downtown. You've you've been here. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, why don't you people give me downtown gigs? I live right here. But no, you want to give me Mount Horror gigs, right? Or Chicago gigs. And if I'm crossing state lines, I'm charging for it. No, I think, no. I think that changes everything. But like I said, we, yeah. you and I have been to the same shows where, and the Midwest tri-state seems to be the really strong point of guys from your area that are like, yeah, I got a wedding in Indiana. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I think Fort Wayne is 170 miles from Chicago or something. That's mm. to me, that's traveling. You're crossing yeah. state lines. Yeah, you know, you're changing. I think you're even changing. Are you changing time zones at that point? No, uh, halfway <laughs> through Indiana, you do. Cause they're weird. Yeah. Okay. It's right certainly there. leaving very early in the morning because if it's kicking off at one and you got a three-hour drive and a two-hour setup, 
and then you get the whole thing to break down then you get a three-hour drive home just think how long of a day that is for, or you right? know what if it the if the player, negotiation yeah. point gets sticky you just say well i can waive the travel fee if you pick up a hotel room for the night before because i'm willing to come in the night before get a good night's mm-hmm. sleep get up early set up do your event and then drive home that night and it all breaks even i'll have the cash equivalent of that because that'll never happen yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll drive in the night before. I won't be able to sleep because I'll be wigged out about the whole thing. No. Right. I'll just, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I. Oh, we'll get you a hotel room. Like, I'll have the cash equivalent, please. No, I, yeah. I left here at 11 once and got back at 3.30 in the morning the next morning and made a bundle and don't regret for one second lugging the gear from the ceremony reception to the hotel room, to the van, to the drive home. And now I'll just drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Come with you. By oh, that time, you're you're wired anyway. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Back in the I Red mean, Bull days. I mean, I've I've told tons of stories about how yeah, it ends at ten, the truck is loaded before eleven. I'm on the road. I'm already amped up from you know great night. Not I've I've driven that one time. I got I got home at six in the morning and I still couldn't sleep. Yeah, I, I, you know. I it's mean, a great I question, though. I, I thought I thought I'd be tired, but there's just something about you know you know that after glow. I can't think yeah. of the right oh, yeah. term for it, but but you yeah. do. You're, you're just you know, you're really uh, you know you're amped up. Oh, well, I'm a, yeah, I'm amped up till the end of the gig. I mean, I don't like. Oh, I'm getting tired. It's ten o'clock. I can't wait till midnight. No, oh, I'm no. just juiced. I'm juiced absolutely. <laughs> I am. But you got to oh look at the big picture for safety too, Howie. When we just did the show in Vegas, they had me scheduled to check out on Thursday, and I called the new boss and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I really think I should check out on Friday." He's like, "Why?" I said, "Well, if I check out on Thursday, I'm getting up early. I've got to check out, do the show. If we don't get pallets till late, you know, it could be." five six seven eight o'clock at night and i hit the road and now i'm in a dark desert with wind god forbid anything happened to me what was he doing oh he was on the clock driving home versus broad daylight had a good night's sleep and he's oh, like good point liability goes, you know yeah. what I, I absolutely agree I'll, I'll check you out friday i said yeah. normally we come in the day before and leave the day after just just mm. for the safety and for what it's worth when we do edc that show is 2 30 in the afternoon till usually about four in the morning. And then you do it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mondays actually used to be the travel day. And they all agreed that everyone was so exhausted that they bumped it to Tuesday. So you have Monday just to kind of decompress because you've just worked Mm -hmm. 40 hours in three days or 40, whatever. The last thing you want to do is sit in a, you know, straight line through the desert for four hours. Yeah, I would consider that an actual job because right. you, you are physically putting things on pallets as opposed to an event. Well, so that's true. But I, let's I say your I event. Would be, I don't think I'd be as jazzed after loading pallets no, as I am. No, after you're not. Doing and, and I agree. <laughs> but it's like that night you left Boston and I know you drove straight. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I have to contend with that occasional rainstorm or wind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you've got to contend with what if all of a sudden halfway home, you hit a snowstorm and you get locked up on the freeway, right? you know, versus had you stayed over that night. I think, I think clients respect mm-hmm. when we view things professionally and we mm-hmm. treat them that way because mm-hmm. they have their safety level concerns as well. And I think the, the more professional we are in that realm, 
the more we'll be treated professionally. It's a good question, though, Howie. I, I like the yeah. question. I think it's it's very uh, topical as far as what's going it on is. right now. And mm-hmm. when I think back to when I made the decision that it's just $100 for gas, that's what I just figure. It yeah. was, I think it was 2008 when we had a jackup in fuel prices, when it was like four fifty yes. a gallon or whatever it was. And yeah. I thought to myself, geez, if I nickel and dime this crap, you know, at like two seventy five or whatever it was before it that. It looks petty if you. It's very petty. It. Yeah. Just standardize it at that. You you know yeah. it's not going to cost you a full take of gas to drive an hour mm-hmm. somewhere and an hour back, so you make a little money. Sue me. It deal. Work it into at least I'm covered. Process. You know. You know so. To circle back to what you were saying earlier about the gas station, sometimes they pay less or more. I mean it comes down to that old saying sometimes you eat the bear sometimes the bear eats you but in the long run it all evens out exactly so if you just if you feel like you're not charging enough for travel now start charging it from here on out right that pass that on to however it works and you'll be fine well sure well what we just spent howie on the trip to uh north carolina it's you know what we paid at the pump it's going to be double by the end of this month so you think oh uh, my god i couldn't imagine let, let's pretend for a minute that you you uh, are charging what you need to charge for today's fuel prices. And then the prices drop by the time the wedding comes along. Would you call the client and say, oh, the fuel prices drop. So I'm reducing my 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 fuel charge by, uh, you know, whatever it is, 35 cents a gallon. And no, that's stupid. Just 100 bucks done. Yeah. That's how I think about it. You know, you wouldn't yeah, do it that I, way. I have yeah. to go to Vegas March 20th for a four-day gig, and I guarantee I paid four, like four forty-nine, four thirty-nine to do mm-hmm. max last week, week before, and at the rate things are going, unless they hit a ceiling, you know it's conceivable I could be paying seven dollars on an eighteen-gallon tank. Oh, yeah, it's one hundred and five dollars, and the Jeep gets terrible mileage. So it'll be two. I mean, I'll make 300 in mileage and spend 200. I've right. rented cars that got 30, 40 miles to the gallon. Right. Or taken Michelle's Jetta, which, you know, is getting like 29, 30 miles to the gallon, make the 300 and it's only costing me, you know, $70. So it's going to mm-hmm. start eating into certain costs. Right. You know, so I think like Brian said, it's part of your business plan. You have to know what you're, you're, your car insurance, maintenance, per, you got to have a per mile charge. Rolling in that big old suburban. <laughs> well, I, I've oh, always yeah, called it. Yeah, yeah. Brian should be thirsty. Anxious, just like I am. No, I, my Jeep gets terrible gas mileage. <laughs> I did a video on this years ago and I called it worst case scenario pricing. And that's exactly what I was talking about. You know, yeah. you've got to plan for this stuff. So you're not hurting yourself. Just, you know, what's the worst case scenario? Gas goes up to whatever. We'll charge mm-hmm. whatever. And I, yeah. So that's what I do. For, for that. So I'm just covering my butt and understand it's really only now. Are you, are you willing to contact existing clients or you were talking only new bookings, right? Oh, I would never, I, I think, you know, I've already given my word. I'm That's not going to, what I mean. Back. So right. it becomes one of those variables hey. of new clients for next October. You've got to add that 25, $35 as yeah, you charge price. them now. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but I'm saying no, I can't no. call the 50 I've got now and say, Hey, everybody gas. No, no, but I, I will say this Zoom ethical. is a godsend because I have an in person meeting Wednesday night, like 15 miles from here. And I've got a meeting Thursday, and they live Rancho Cucamonga. And at first, we were talking about meeting, and I've already said to them, 
with everything going on now, I think Zoom or phone call would probably be most suitable with mm-hmm. gas. And he came back with like, dude, gas is killing us. I'm like, good. We're all on the same page. Well, you know, right. like, back to what we were talking about before you now, if you feel like you have not been charging enough for travel and now you need to adjust it, adjust it. And for that couple, that client you're booking for October, charge them the new adjusted price. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, mm-hmm. if gas prices drop this summer, you don't call them back and say, oh, I'll get my money back. I'll give you some money no. back on this. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. It's market price at the time. It's like when you go to, you, you go to like any like restaurant that serves fish, they charge you market price for things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, right now it's market price, whatever. Yeah. So that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's all well, you, you wouldn't want to haul. Know, we've been through you, this. We've been through this before yeah. with different things, you know, where prices, everybody is all, oh my gosh, gas prices doubled. They're, I mean, it's a big world. I mean, <laughs> you know, things have, you know, changed, uh, you know, w- with this war, but don't buy gas from somebody else. There's, there's always going to be somebody looking to fill a gap and it's all going to work out. I think it, it's, it's all going to work. There's, out. There's, I don't think this guy's going to fall no matter what they tell you. I no, mean, I don't it'll be all right. It's a small yeah. glitch in the matrix for today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah just to, we've had a couple lately and it's hard, but if we can get through yeah. COVID, we can get through a couple extra bucks a gallon. If we have to, we're going to live. Sure. Sure. We will. In the meantime, hopefully truck prices drop and I can get a new suburban soon. <laughs> That'd for be thousands sweet. less than it would have cost me right now. Excellent. I got oh, ask me how I bought my last truck. I bought it in 2009. I was not screwing around. Gas prices were high. I, I paid nothing for the truck. Yeah. And and I plan on doing the same thing this summer, hopefully, if if people all start, you know, jumping onto, you know, little 60 mile a gallon geometros, I'm going to right. buy my Escalade and call it a day. I, I got yeah. the call today from Connor. His buddies dropped the price. He's now selling a 97 LS 400, one owner. One original owner, 160,000 miles. I'm like, yeah, what's the mileage on? He goes, he said that there are times he's seen it as high as 22, 23. But he's uh, he's concerned about everything. So he just wants to get rid of it now. I'm like. Hold the trigger. Yeah, I just might. Buy it, park it, and wait. Yeah. Now is the time. It's kind of like, it's it's my version of playing the stock market. This is kind of what I'm <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. No. And, and when gas, exactly when the gas skyrockets, that's exactly when you want to pick up Suburbans. Because yeah. people realize, you know what? This isn't going to last. Buy low, sell high. I can't it's do this. How I play. Mm. Oh, and hot rod parts? Oh, I can't wait for the summer. Because I don't build for fuel economy. That's just how it goes. Right. Well, with that, I think we're going to put a fork in this one. Thank you guys for being here, and we will see you next week. See you tomorrow, actually. Thank you all. And, oh, yes, tune in tomorrow. There's two guys, like, right to my right here. And I Tomorrow get to would make out. perfect yeah. sense if we were actually on YouTube right now. If it's we like, were. This will show we up at right. Friday at 4 a.m. People would be like, you guys there, are on yeah. Saturday night? Well, in all uh, fairness, there are a few people like watching this live. So for DJ Mikey Mike, not Mikey Mike, but Mikey Mike, not doing uh, JC, Steve, John, Alex, Alex the Bubble, and Lori, come join us tomorrow. Everybody else, Arbor Day. We'll be back. Arbor Day, yeah. sometime then. Yeah. See you on flag. Night, all. Uh-huh.